0: Hello, I'm Thomas, and this is the K-A-A-N-P, the Knoxville Area Artist Networking Platform. And here we talk to artists about themselves, the art they make, and where they make it, kinda. So yeah, stick around, give us a listen. Enjoy the show. Hello. Man, I'm happy to be here and have this conversation, my friend. Will you introduce yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Derek Rucker, and I'm known thomas for quite a while so this could be a good conversation
0: i'm excited so dude what's it like for you being a creative person in knoxville right now
1: Uh, well of course with covid going on everything's gotten kind of strange but i feel like everybody's getting real itchy wanting to get out and see things do things buy things
0: watch things return to some degree of normalcy Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and do it with people so hopefully soon we can get back to art shows displays stuff like that
0: i'm very much looking forward to art shows again i've got some on the horizon so i can't complain too much about that but uh i i'm not complaining one bit about people wanting to get out and spend their money so i'll I'll put my stuff out there yeah yeah me too
1: yeah anybody wants to buy it
0: right if it's green (laughs) (laughs) the um it seems like people are in breweries again and doing some more generalized socializing. I guess if that's a term we can use. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll put I'll put stuff in front of their face. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's something I've got to do more is reach out to to
0: places like that, um, smaller
1: places because it it seems like here it's a little difficult to get in the door at some of the
0: regular art venues. Yeah, um, it's. Uh the more institutionalized ones are, are kind of picky. Yeah,
1: kind of a who's who's club, I guess, you know. Yeah. But I understand, you know,
0: if it's your your thing,
1: you get to do what you want with it. It's,
0: yeah, they are right. they have their motifs, and it's because people work hard to make it that way. Yeah. So go then. Um, so what kind of uh, expressions do you partake in? What mediums do you use? All that good stuff. So
1: starting out, I was more of just a pencil artist I guess doing the high school thing not paying attention to school drawing things that you probably shouldn't be drawing um,
0: big on a single page <laughs> in your notebook <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> but just trying to cover it up so the teacher doesn't see
0: and yeah, you flip back and forth to your notes Yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah
1: you gotta you gotta keep up where the reading spot is because you don't want to get caught on and then have to look like oh god where are we um, but yeah you know uh, going from that to kind of progressing into the sharpie arts Just kind of more of using a a black to void out something and then go back with Sharpies and color it back in is what it started out as. And then it molded into me doing things from, basically from dreams. Um, Seeing images and then remembering, you know, because a dream is a long form kind of film, you know, you're just remembering a snapshot and then recreating that as some kind of art. And that went from Sharpies to... Little sculptings from super sculpt E, E into um acrylic paintings and then using oil paintings as well or oil paints.
0: So you've been all over the map, kinda. Yeah.
1: It's a long progression, I guess. A long time.
0: So how long is that long time? Probably twenty five years. So most most of your life, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. When was the first time you remember arting? <laughs>
1: uh. Me and a buddy of mine in third grade made up a comic book series. Mm. Uh, I think it had 25 episodes when we were done, or you know, uh, Is- issues, issues. There, you hey, go. yeah. Um, but it was called Doofus. It was a guy that was just <laughs> extremely stupid, and he would do things like skateboard over vats of alligators, or you know, saw blades or something, and get cut in half. And it was just pencil. That we would use, but then go back with red pencil to make like, or, you know, red pen to make it look like he's bleeding and stuff. So, you know, if if any teacher had saw it, probably in third grade, they would have pulled this aside and been like, what is wrong with you
0: all? This kid needs help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we but it? we were just, it was just us being stupid, you know?
1: Um,
0: like if they didn't get it, then they would think there is something wrong. Oh, yeah. If they miss didn't find the miss right.
1: Chambers would have definitely been like, this kid needs therapy?
0: Where's um, the guidance counselor?
1: Probably a little Jesus? Like, there's something wrong with this kid
0: um is he sleeping enough <laughs> <laughs> does he get enough sleep at home <laughs> 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 it's a valid question you know it yeah. miss yeah, chambers might ask that yeah. yeah
1: she could she did care
0: well that's awesome <laughs> so did you uh, ever have any formal artistic educational experiences
1: i had a middle school class that we did uh i feel like the only thing i remember from that is grid painting where reun- you you know, make the grid out and yeah. sketch it in, in the small, you know, small details, and then paint it. And I don't do that now, so <laughs> <laughs> don't feel like I had any formal education it goes to art now.
0: So all self-taught and a little bit of Bob Ross. Oh, a lot of Bob Ross. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Every good artist should have a little Bob
1: Ross. So yeah, you know.
0: I'm here for that. Yeah, I think so too. Happy little trees go a long way. Hmm. I mean, that stuff is just good.
1: It's good motivation when you're painting, whether or not you're watching it or not. It's just, oh, yeah, I like that. That's nice. And you're like, yeah, that is nice, isn't it? Thanks. You know.
0: <laughs> it's just good to have that positive chatter in the background. Yeah, at the very least. Um, yeah, like your granddad chilling you all back there. Slow claps. <laughs> you got this. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, where do you say you draw some of your inspiration from these days?
1: I had one painting come from a dream about covid so i mean i guess they're still coming from dreams but there's a lot of them i'm just exploring different techniques that i picked up from bob ross or from different i mean what is it michael james smith is a guy on youtube and i mean some of his videos i he does i think exclusively oil paintings you know in landscape like trying to do extremely realistic stuff so you know it's not up my alley What he's doing, you know, translating, okay, I'm going to do this one-to-one, but, you know, picking up how he layers some things and how he thinks about it is, uh, it's very helpful.
0: It's good to get an insight into somebody else's uh, process. Mm -hmm.
1: So just kind of piecing together different, I guess I would just say different techniques from different artists and, you know, just trying not to steal things when, (laughs) (laughs) when, mimicking i guess
0: what's that called appropriation right i think that's the word
1: Isn't that a dirty word I don't know.
0: yes okay. appropriation <laughs> the dirtiest word um are there any specific places you like to draw inspiration from do you have any preferences to what you expose yourself to um are oh. there are there any things that really like come out in your work from your influences
1: I mean one thing that's very prominent in my artwork is eyeballs. Just the eye in general, but I don't think that comes from any certain influence of artist. Just
0: that's just a subject matter you really enjoy.
1: Yeah, I guess I it, it was easy to draw I guess as a kid cuz you're just like, "Oh, okay, it's just like a couple of circles." a you know, sharp oval with a circle and uh, then, you know, you look deeper as you get older and you're like, "Oh, okay, there's a little more than just these four lines or" Yeah. You know, but beyond that, I don't. I like seeing. I, I feel like my art reflects liking some of the pop art era, and then just whatever I can do with acrylic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, you and you've done some pretty not normal stuff with it. Yeah, I would have to. Say and it that looks probably. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I
1: appreciate that. Um, I was I was not. I guess in some sense, I was kind of surprised that the. That Tanya bought that it went, and I was just like, Oh, you're interested in that one. Okay, that's okay. Like, (laughs) there were three or four other ones, I was like, That'll those will be gone before anybody ever, like, so tell me about this one. (laughs) Nope, immediately gone. Like, okay,
0: I told her she's gonna have to have some funky art in her house, so I guess she followed through. (laughs) Starting the right place, Yeah. yeah. Um how in what way have you changed the eyeballs over the years to, like as an overarching theme has it shifted meanings has it become a pretty dynamic symbol in your work
1: i don't know that i can answer that i don't i don't know that i see the change you know so what it, I, mean? it's like, still, I know it's, changed. it's still something
0: super cool and that's and that's yeah good
1: enough. yeah i mean it's still something that no matter how much more detail i see i can just keep trying to make it closer to that um And I find it weird that I'm not uh, like that about any other part of the human body. It's not like, oh, I want to draw hands or something. You know, it's just eyeballs, just eyes.
0: Well, they are one of the coolest parts of the human body, so I can't really blame you there. Yeah, they they tell you a lot. And they're incredibly difficult to draw. And and you can make it as hard as you want to.
1: I mean, if you watch some of the YouTube videos, it's not hard at all. Just do what they do. i minute experts, (laughs) an
0: expert, YouTube certified. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can do this with a number two pencil. Here you go.
0: Yeah, don't worry. You can get all these colors from the number two <laughs> pencil. So, what uh, what are the different ways you've used acrylic mediums in the past? Because I know what you've done, and it's been pretty wild. Well, but I don't know half of how you did it. So. <laughs> um, I
1: I got into wanting the painting to not just sit on the paint, you know, on the canvas. Um, so, roaming Jerry's finding some of the, what, what's on this does. bottom shelf As one here? does. Yeah. What is this bottom shelf stuff? What is this rough stuff? You know, um, you buy a few of those and you glue them onto your canvas and you go, oh, that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just trying to make textures, trying to, especially with the one that sold, Team Aramia, uh, it was almost trying to make a, a texture you didn't want to touch. <laughs> like, I don't... Uh, I don't know how to explain it any more than that it was just a texture that just didn't seem like if it was, it was if you walked into a room and just saw that as the wall you would not touch it you just like no that's not i'm not supposed to touch
0: that so you wanted it to look very unappealing yes <laughs> touch wise maybe right. visually it looks
1: really like oh that pattern that it makes it looks really cool but not nah,
0: otherwise like, oh, thank you no no thanks <laughs> and how did you uh create that effect
1: I think it was with a clay sculpting tool that I had left over from the Sculpey. I just would keep it vertical and kind of chop through a really thick layer of, I think it was coarse, or no, it was the heavy gloss medium. So, when it, you know, it would make a little ridge, and then when you did pull it out of the the medium, it would leave little strings and finger-looking pieces that, I don't know, to me, looked... Like I wouldn't want to touch them <laughs> so, <laughs> if I didn't know what it was. Uh, so yeah, that that and the power knife, I mean, that's about it.
0: There you go. Uh, glass beads. Seen you use those? Yes, yes those are um, a
1: texture staple. The the ability to get that like translucent look, but it still is tinted a little bit with the color mm-hmm. is pretty nice because it looks. <sighs> I'm gonna say you can make it look vomit ish. <laughs> 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 very icky, um, but at the same time, I feel like I've I have used it on something. It made it look very nice. the The one that's like the dragon coming through the warp holes, mm-hmm. and the weird shaped piece. I mean, I've, I've used it. I think it was an under
0: layer on that, and a cut in
1: maybe green or something. But it's it pops really nicely. So.
0: Have you used any other like wacky materials? Because I feel like there's one more that I'm forgetting about.
1: The coarse mediums, I use those. The heavy gloss gel. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It,
0: there's one that's
1: got like glass shards in it. It's like... I can't remember what it's called. I mean, it's, it's literally like just little translucent pieces of, of glass that are kind of square-ish. And, um, it's almost like the glass beads thing that's just not... It's just square? Yeah, it, it's square, but it, it almost... The depth isn't as with the glass beads when you go and spread it with palette knife it will drag some of the beads and screw up yeah like it'll streak it these kind of just lay out they'll kind of lay out by, behind I each guess. other you know or just layer over each other instead of just dragging and yeah. like, oh i'm coming for the ride um so you can get i guess you can get better coverage kind of with it but um i used that on that same one i was talking about the dragon with them you know going through the warp holes but it's just clear i just left it clear and you can see right through it and see all the colors underneath it and, kind of served it as a skin or a body to that thing
0: nice i've I've never played with any of those things you should i i I suppose i need to uh have you tried macacious iron oxide i have
1: not i haven't looked at oh man used any of those i've looked at them but
0: not. gold has a good or golden acrylics has a good Mm -hmm. one with a transparent base and all the iron shavings
1: yeah i definitely like to try that stuff it's i use it
0: in uh like backgrounds of my spacey pieces a lot to give it like that weird far off shimmery effect because yeah, if you look yeah. at it under sunlight you can never see it mm-hmm. given that iridescence yeah. yeah um i really like that one you
1: had that was offset knowing yeah. knowing that all uh, almost all of yours are centered and then that one was offset it's like yeah yeah
0: yeah, I hate that. You didn't like it? You didn't no, like it at all? I, I, like, I like the piece for sure because it was really, like, I did several things that I don't normally do because I did the, um, the marbling, this uh, new Montana, like, a transparent UV reactive, like, uh, purple spray, and then um, did the off-center one. I don't remember what made me want to do it. But the next piece is going to have two of them, <laughs> so you're welcome. It's been in my head for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, go yeah, you. Yeah, um, I
1: hope it's not too much trouble for you. I
0: will find out. I just put the <laughs> base coat on the canvas yesterday. It's dry now. It's waiting to be molested. Yeah, I'm uh, I hoping I'll fuck it up. <laughs> um, it's, it, yeah, it'll be fun. There is no fucking it up. <laughs> well, if I have to paint over the whole thing, that's a different story then. <laughs> But, yeah, no, there there was legitimate few things there I'd never really, like, are not normally a part of my style. So it was fun to really, like, just bend how I do things, turn it inside out. And then there's the other piece with the crazy background and the black pinstripe mm-hmm. stuff. Those two were sort of like, mm, how about, you know, the what ifs. Yeah. And they turned out okay. I'm not going to fuss about them. I'd like to sell them as a pair because they kind of fit in their own wacky way as they stand out from most of my stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, the two oddballs. Yeah, know. So I just had this wild hair at my ass about doing <laughs> things a little different for a couple of pieces, and I mean, then and then this big ass piece with two off center circles coming is going to be is going to be I guess the 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 fruits of those labors. So a little bit of practice, very nice. I guess <laughs> practice. <laughs> so That's the thing I mean, even if you end up
1: painting over something like that, I mean it's it's it is a good practice because you know, like you said, there's things you you're not done or you don't normally do so you know that expands a little bit and Mm -hmm. just gives you more control and maybe you mess up it's like oh okay well i know i can do this and you know bring it back in
0: when i mess up it really forces my hand to do it a second time on the other side because because if i'm trying to do something anyway symmetrical if i fuck up i gotta do it again so it better at least look intentional (laughs) it's one of the Uh, weird things about it
1: (laughs) I think that's one of the reasons why you don't find matching eyes in my artwork. <laughs> because because symmetry, then you gotta do it a thing, second time. Oh, that symmetry thing kills me. Yeah. My brain is not made for flipping images, no.
0: I don't I guess I've made myself do it a lot so for some degree I guess I'm okay at it. You know, nothing nothing too crazy, but I can handle it. I, I kinda have to at work sometimes <laughs> and I do it and I do it to myself for fun, I guess? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, that stretching the, the old elastic memory band.
0: Yeah, it it, it pushes my brain every so often. Uh, I, I still need to figure out a canvas that spins so I don't have to like pick the shit up and turn it. I've got to work on that. Hmm. That one's been in the back of my head for a while. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I, <laughs> the only thing has been floating in my head like that is a break for that off-road thing.
0: Mm. I'll figure it out one day. So, man, can you explain to me or uh, illustrate to me some bit of your creative process
1: a lot of times it's spur of the moment it won't be like oh i'm I'm allotted two hours for me to sit down and paint you know it's just like i'm tired i don't want to go to sleep let's paint um i don't really have a setup (laughs) so to say you know i have an office in there but i don't I paint in here in the in the living room, I paint, you know, in the floor in there. I in I'm on, on the desk sometimes. Yeah. I've got these two tables that I set up in here sometime and there's not really a, I guess a routine or any regularity to it, I guess. Um, but do you mean more
0: of, I mean, if you laying out the paintings or, you know, how you think through them. Uh, and then, you know, how you craft your mediums to, uh, to accommodate such i mean do you just get a random idea and throw it down on the canvas as it comes to you or do you have uh, an idea you've played around with and fleshed out and got you know a good image for it in your head and then you put it down or do you just like have this blank canvas in front of you and you know do stuff to it and whatever happens happens Th-
1: that depends i feel like the first two are more of what they are what it is but that highly depends on what i've scene or what dream the dream was or you know how detailed the image was because if i'm sitting down trying to have to figure or going to have to figure out what technique i have to use to paint whatever i saw then it's going to take way more time it's going to take it's going to sit in my head for weeks and just fester
0: so you hit both of those extremes yes and
1: then there's times when yeah it just happens and and
0: you look up and it's been three hours spill all the paint and you
1: move it and there's a painting like, oh, okay well clock yourself that was quick <laughs> time 100 oh, meter race. Good grief. Um I feel like that bird painting was like that it was um, which it's not that difficult it's you know, kind of monotone I just painted it in black and white and then went back over it with the oil paint it was black and white acrylic and then went back over it with the oil paint like a glaze um, but that I mean that was from one of the sharpie drawings that I did from dreams back in like high school Didn't
0: you say you were painting some stuff out of a notebook or something you had? Yeah, it's an old... uh, dream journal or something?
1: Yeah, it's an old, like, just drawing journal of old dreams. The ones that I could uh, remember and really... (laughs) Had a memorable picture to them, I guess. A memorable scene. So,
0: Is this one of the things you just woke up in the middle of the night and scribbled it down? Or you just casually kept this journal?
1: It's one of those weird things I started doing... um, I don't know if everybody went through this as, like, a 20-year-old, but you have that, like, existential, like, oh, man, I could die soon. Like, I got to leave something to my oh, brother. I got to leave something to my, you know. And, you know, you start doing that, like, I'm going to leave him all these drawings, and he's just going to know so much about me, you know. And then you look back through it, and you're like, what's this like? What the? Oh, I don't <laughs> even know about me. <laughs> what is this? The hell? <laughs> but uh, Yeah, that's definitely what that was. It was just, uh, um oh man i gotta gotta leave him something to remember me by i you know nothing you know, we, we don't we don't Mort- hang out all he was making yeah. you feel
0: awful sentimental <laughs> yeah. wasn't it
1: uh and then it just yeah it just steamrolled from there i just kept kept making them kept drawing in it and i don't think the book is actually full but um i still every now and then i'll flip through it and be like yep yeah, that's gonna become a painting all right here we go None of them have been as fast as the bird, though. That <laughs> was like... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. All right. Yeah, that looks good. All right. Ship it. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. Leave, it,
0: leave it clear-coated. That's done. So how long did that one take you? If that one's a quick one compared to everything else.
1: That one was kind of cheating because it was a pre-prepared... Um, what do they call it? Gesso board. Yeah. like It was one of the deep gesso boards. So, I mean, at most, two hours... But, I mean, it, it, that oil paint takes two weeks to dry. No matter how thin I lay it on, it just mm-hmm. takes forever, especially with that linseed oil. It just – I don't know. It just wants to stay around forever. Just moist.
0: <laughs> that, that definitely is a thing that turns me off about oil paints. So I'm not going to lie. It's, it's – Let me just have a drying rack in my backyard. And, and I don't <laughs> – I,
1: I can watch people that do it and do it with techniques where they can make it dry in an hour. And then I try it, and here we sit three weeks later, like even longer than when I just mix it with, you know, I have a thin layer of linseed oil and lay it on like Bob Ross. Like and, and I, I don't I don't understand how they do it. I don't and I guess that's why they sell their paintings. That's
0: why they make the grand. big bucks. Yeah.
1: Hundred grand, you know. I'm over here painting the masters. Like, damn, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they ask you to paint
0: the, the golf course? That's crazy. <laughs> Lots of green. Yeah. R- really short green Lots. I need those texture brushes for that though. Oh man, all those blades of grass mm. <sighs> Sounds like a task A
1: chore maybe Would
0: know. you rather cut
1: the grass or have to paint the grass?
0: I think cutting one individual <laughs> blade of grass Would be a lot faster than painting one individual blade of grass <laughs> That's that's how I feel about it <laughs> I might just rather mow
1: You have a point Yeah.
0: I think I'm just going to have to rest with that It's okay I'm just that's the logical end of that one for me. Womp womp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, are there are there anything uh are there any common themes other than the eyeballs in your work?
1: There always seems to be a dweller, some kind of I don't wanna say beast. Presence I don't wanna see bur- I don't wanna say burden either. It's like a you could say presence, but I feel like that's too light too light and burden is too heavy and presence is too light
0: oh so there's it's some there's somewhere something there in yeah, between with just bad like, connotations yeah. <laughs> um
1: and i mean and that's that's not in all of them but there's there is a recurring dweller that lurks about i guess um you know like soothsayer the eyeball thing it always um which i don't know if you've seen that one in the book probably not it's it was kind of an inspiration for Gander, though. You know, the big eye I've got in there. But it's just a sharpie drawing of kind of a, a weird blue face person. But from that same kind of perspective, you're just right up on their arm. Um, I don't
0: remember. Common themes. Oh, yeah. Um, other than eyeballs. Other than eyeballs, yeah. Oops. Um,
1: started trickling back into the eyeballs, you yeah. um, know. So I guess in, in some sense, Gander is like a monster. I mean he's peering at you for as close as he can get to you. You know, um just like the soothsayer is. I mean they're right up on you. Um, so I don't know it it sitting there thinking about it it kind of reminds me of like Egyptian statues where they had those extremely elongated and huge eyes that were just were always watching you. <laughs> um but yeah, I, don't, I don't beyond that I don't know if there's any kind of theme per se. I'm not like a Hieronymus Bosch or anything where it all kind of ties in to represent my
0: some part of your sex or
1: something yeah no. yeah no
0: do you have any like uh sweet spots for for the things you create are there any things you just like painting for you know the hell of it things you do with your expression that are just for like your own pure selfish fun or is it all we,
1: we didn't really mention it but i I do sew and stuff too so I mean a lot of the clothes and stuff that I make from that I do it's all for me. I may I think I've sold one hat or two hats. I've sold one to cornbread and one to a, another lady. Um hat.
0: I think I saw that hat. That was a pretty sweet hat. It's
1: nice. Yeah, I can't I can't lie, like <laughs> when I finished it I was kinda of like, all right, well I gotta stitch my name on this. This is yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah so let's talk about the clothes for a minute because we just talked about painting right now and and visual arts but you play music and make clothes and all over the do do lots of other things so what about them clothes (laughs) (laughs) tell Uh, me about them threads threads
1: um i i guess the past couple of months i really haven't been into it as much but there are plans um but i make waistcoats um i've got a shirt pattern in there like long sleeve shirts I I just like I like I guess wear just wearing what I make I mean I like making what I want and wearing what I want yeah and that's just it's freeing I guess in some sense if you can find the right fabrics and stuff
0: and the the tangibility of it's really nice too, it right? Is. Like it really you, is. here's this thing, it's done now. I'm gonna throw it on my back and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go about my way.
1: Yeah, and when somebody goes, Oh, that's really nice, I'm like, Yeah, I made that like, oh, oh, really like I'd like one of those. Would you?
0: Hmm. <laughs> um Yeah,
1: but as of as of right now it's just been a, a me thing. Just um I like accoutrements, so I like, you know, uh wallets, scarves, uh kerchiefs
0: haven't you made a vest Define. for
1: food? Oh yeah i've made two uh two vests um one kind of like african hanging shirt it's not like a cheeky but it's close it's not it was my first piece so it's very <laughs> very not <clears throat> it's not perfectly set for the human form let's put it that way <laughs> so it drapes kind of weird in certain places um but yeah, you can still wear it
0: um is it comfortable
1: it's very thin so i mean there yeah, you go yeah
0: Win yeah, it'd be great
1: for one of those summer days out at Wes's.
0: Yeah, oh, well, great. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't worn it there yet, I guess you're missing out.
1: No, I haven't. I haven't.
0: You gonna say that and oh, not have done it? No shame.
1: It's waiting for the right person. I think to
0: come, come snatch it up. How soon you wear it? If it's comfy and you made it, come on now. True, true. But I mean, of course, it's available. <laughs> <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> So what about, uh, as, do you, um, uh, do you look up patterns or do you uh, measure your own patterns? What do you do? So, so
1: mostly I, I have a book that I've gotten like the waistcoat patterns and stuff out of, but I take and try and modify those as much as possible. So they can't be like, you know, if I sell them that they're like, Oh, you, know, you got it from us. And it's like, okay, yeah. Try and don't yeah. improve it. Cause you know, mine has plenty of different features. Yours don't have. Um, I don't like clasps and stuff behind you on the waistcoats. Oh, hell no. I don't like metal behind me. I mean, you know, who likes leaning back and having metal jabbing into your spine? So, like, I took an idea from, like, the, I guess they're kimonos, like Japanese kimonos, where they would tie, I think it's a, I don't want to say the name wrong. I think it's a sari, but it, it's their belt, a very long belt, and then they take and tie it in these elaborate bows, and each bow has, different meanings and different you know status and but you know i just kind of took that idea and made the straps longer and just made it into a bow behind you you know not nothing too thick it's just ribbon but right um so you know you lean back and there's like a tiny little knot instead of this giant metal thing jabbing into your back
0: right so that's comfortable to me
1: it's more practical but don't know if anybody else will, you know think but- oh yeah that that's that's good
0: but that's how you wanted it so that's how you made it absolutely absolutely and that's the cool part about it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Is, are there anything or are there any garments you have high on your list of uh, need to make
1: uh right now a disc golf bag
0: a disc golf <laughs> <bag. laughs> i know it sounds silly uh i'm here I for refu- it
1: i refuse to give them a hundred bucks for a Decent. I just want to say you're a
0: damn hippie. (laughs) I just want to carry
1: three. I I carry three discs at most. Okay, like I don't need a 72 disc bag. Like I'm not that person. So a small little.
0: You know, you can make yourself a hip pouch for for your discs. That would be great. Essentially, yeah, that sounds. You could have them at the ready, like a like a (laughs) duelist (laughs) with his pistols.
1: Walk around the coliseum like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stop, or I will hit you with this disc.
1: <laughs> I can throw this three hundred feet, sir. You better stop. It'll
0: hurt. I swear.
1: <laughs> it's never killed a man, but don't don't test it.
0: <laughs> so, so do you have any idea uh, what what, uh, what patterns or materials or workflow you'd have for that kind of thing?
1: I actually have the pattern already. I, I made it the other night at work. Um, I just mapped out the shape of the disc and then right. doubled that length so you have a flap that's all i'm worried about that and a strap throw it over you i do the flap grab a disc throw it close the flap <laughs> <laughs> perfect simple yeah. utilitarian yep i had it, i've gotten into watching the the pdga because they have been started they've started doing very professional um Broadcast, I guess, of of their tournaments and stuff. You know, the top lead yeah. card or something. But it just kills me seeing them carrying like suitcases full of frisbees. And I'm just you like, gotta well, have the selection, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You need 300 frisbees, you know, because Tiger Wood carries like seven bags of of golf clubs, you know, with him.
0: Maybe it's maybe <laughs> maybe it's just a flex.
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: Are they carrying? But, I mean, any, but if, or if you do know they have what, a, a caddy?
1: No, I well, I saw one guy that did have a caddy, but most of them just, they have a, like a luggage like, thing that's got wheels on it, and they just pull it behind them. Um, but, I mean, if you know what each one of those does, I could see you could probably, there's probably a situation for each one of them. Yeah, there's them, a so. good
0: excuse for have all those, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I would love to see everybody list their justifications.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the reason why, you know, artists will buy a whole bunch of different colors instead of just buying red,
0: you know, the primaries Yeah,
1: and running with it, you know. Oh man, I'll mix all my colors.
0: I can't, I can't leave Jerry's without buying at least like one long skinny watercolor brush. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> it's a this is a six dollar. It's a six dollar brush. You are coming with me? <laughs> <laughs> they just
1: hand it to you on the way out the door. You forgot this? Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> Put it on my account. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, every time I go into Jerry's, uh, at least at least one watercolor brush. It just doesn't happen.
1: I feel Like that's posca pens for me. I end up getting a, a black or something. I have uh, you know, I've run out of something by this point. And, um, especially after doing this lampshade, I'm sure I'll almost be out of black. I'll start painting that lampshade.
0: Oh, the old lamp. Yeah, I'm so excited for this project.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have to show you the base in there. It's
0: bright, <laughs> <laughs> extremely bright, amazing.
1: Light's not that bright, but the lamp is bright. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, that that. that. That that's fixable. It can be brighter. Yeah, yeah. You just had to swap that light bulb out. I'm glad you rescued it from what would be an untimely demise.
1: Perfect condition, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. No, and they. uh, I
0: don't want to
1: harp. I was just gonna say they they do that a lot, like throwing away really good stuff, which I can't complain about because
0: I end up just being like, okay. Well, that's not a thing (laughs) you're gonna send to the. That's not a thing you're gonna send to the public. Uh, auction house either no desk lamp no <laughs> bid started at five dollars
1: <laughs> 33 <cents.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah. dot com does not sponsor this show.
1: <laughs> no nope. i mean you can't really
0: give away lamps either it's like hey you want a lamp no not really i've got three maybe
1: a floor lamp but like just a table lamp like most, hey. most most people's horizontal space is covered <laughs> they, don't, they don't have any room for a lamp.
0: I have a desk lamp, but you know what? It's not on my desk. It's on my shelving unit to the left of my desk, from a higher position than
1: my tabletop. The height still hits the desk, though. Oh, so
0: buddy, that, that means it's we a desk got lamp. good coverage, but it's not on my desk. Mine is so. so. What kind of sewing machine do you use? Can we talk about your sewing hardware It is a
1: Brother uh, Baseline. I, I don't even know. It is is bare minimum. Um, but it works. Oh, yeah, it works nice. It was a refi- uh, refurbished, so can't complain on that. And either, um, I've not had any problems out of it. So um, kudos to
0: brother for for selling a perfectly a nice functioning refurbished, refurbished machine. <laughs> machine. Yeah, I don't
1: know what was wrong with it to begin with, but it's good now. Thanks, guys.
0: Well, there you go. Um you use any uh, uh, crazy materials or flashy things? Anything kind of wild? Not
1: really. I, I don't have a lot of... Crazy fabrics. I've been mean, I've been making a lot of the accru- accoutrements and hats and stuff out of um, upholstery fabric. Nice little place in town on on Broadway that's got a bunch of upholstery fabric, pretty cheap. And I think they do have some regular fabric, but it's not anything
0: I'm are, are willing to wear. Wild here.
1: for yeah. Um, I feel like it may be like a TJ Maxx situation where they just get you know. Oh, we don't want this. Do you want to sell it? And they sell it. It's just like okay, well, somebody will want it. <laughs> um, just not particularly neat. me, right? Um, yeah, I don't really have any special equipment, no special threads or anything. I'm um, having sewed before. I it when I did get the sewing machine when you know code first started. Um, just getting back into it, you know, trying to figure out what I was doing again and. Remembering not to be stupid about seam allowance. You you can (laughs) screw up something so bad (laughs) (laughs) by not keeping your seam allowances right. Yeah, Throwing
0: away like $30 worth of fabric. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah, I feel that way about when I rip a couple yards of uh, vinyl off a car. Mm. It's just like, oh, hey. mm." Mm. Every time. (laughs) Makes you cringe just Mm. a hair. It has to. Mm Mm-hmm. How often do you all have to, like,
1: replace a vinyl?
0: Um, It depends on the application, but...
1: I didn't know if there was, like, a hard line, like, okay, you have this on for six months, we're going to have to replace it. So, well,
0: that depends on the material, too. So, so use case is important to determine that, and, you know, environmental factors, and what orientation it's going to be, like, if it's vertical or horizontal. Okay. So, all those factors play into that, but... Could be six months. Could be three years. Either way, like okay. it, it swings.
1: Gotcha. I just didn't really know. So, like, if you put one in a building, would that would it have a
0: shelf life too? Like a yeah. I mean, they they eventually, you know, well, not the, the start bubbling. Maybe? The uh, the adhesive usually gives up last, unless there's some weird you know environmental factor going on. But generally, the vinyl will get dehydrated and crack. Before the adhesive will give up.
1: No, I should have thought about that. I've seen plenty of Cadillac roofs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, vinyl roofs on new cars, I just don't understand. Like, it's not a thing that should happen no, anymore. No, yeah. I, I'm honestly, Anytime I see a car with a carpeted dash, too, I'm just like, Gee, mm, why? Honestly,
1: I'm in that boat of they should only sell convertibles in very small, limited Batches in certain parts of the country because, like, who in Tennessee needs to convert?
0: Like, it's just what you, you talking about. The,
1: no, when you get into the winter, like that thing is just getting
0: destroyed. Oh yeah, I mean it's not great.
1: Yeah, I but just, the ten uh,
0: months out of the year you can use that uh, solid, solid. I
1: got four windows, man. It works.
0: True, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want your wind in the hair, do you? Huh? <laughs> you don't want your hair in the wind, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't
1: mind it. I mean, just. Mm.
0: Well, who was the last time you rode in a convertible, Mr. Unbiased, against convertibles? Uh, my grandmother had
1: a Sebring convertible. Hey. Yeah. The lap of luxury. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> don't feel bad. I think the last convertible I I was in was like a 2005 Sebring. Mm. So. Yeah, I don't I
1: don't know. I guess that's just one of those um, well,
0: peeve things. Buddy, I like them. Oh, man. Hey. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I say if it's over 60 degrees, you ought to have your top down. Not mandatory, but that's my personal limit. It's definitely not mandatory. <laughs> but if I had a convertible, I hate when I see it's a nice sunny day and I see people with convertibles just out and about with their tops up. It frustrates me.
1: Understandable, but mm. uh, I
0: don't want to get my hair. It, it's either that or they're on the phone. Those are the two logical that exclusives. Too. I didn't even think about that. Nah, it, is, it still upsets me. I could imagine it. Like you're driving, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the wind in your hair, you asshole. <laughs> How dare you pay for this luxury and not partake? <laughs> just driving
1: down the road, not even looking at the road. Here, like I in the air. <laughs> Here I am. Here uh. I am with my sunroof
0: all the way open. <laughs> Still not convertible. Thomas is sitting on phone books, so his head
1: sticking just a little bit out of uh-huh, the sunroof. Uh-huh. Just a
0: little yeah. bit. I don't have to extend my pedals, though.
1: <laughs> it's a convertible. No, you don't
0: like when I when I flip down my visor I can't see anything. Anything. Not even the car in front of me. <laughs> and that's when just my little bit of hair is like trailing back and it looks like one of those little sport antennas just yep. <laughs> so man, other than painting and sewing, what do you do with music?
1: Ah, so um started out doing, you know, just jamming. Didn't know what was going on. You know, just treading water, being around really good musicians and failing miserably <laughs> as, it, as it felt. Um, it was a really weird um, series of events, I guess, because it was just starting and then ending up in a place where two multi time Grammy winning artists are at, like, here, play with us. And it's like, uh, 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 guys, I just start. I don't, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, uh, no, no, just play. Okay, okay. Like,
0: yeah, You got me. Then um, I
1: don't I don't know that without something like that, I would have kept playing. You know, I would have kept on going. Um, I, I enjoy the jamming, but at the same time, I feel like what I get more out of music is trying to make my own thing. Surprise,
0: just surprise. Just like with the art. Yeah, just like with the
1: paintings <laughs> and stuff. You know, I'm... <clears throat> I wouldn't mind to play music with other people and I'm not against, you know, molding some of my stuff to fit their stuff or, you know, us writing with their stuff too. You know, it's, it's one of those, you know, it's not one of those things like we got to play my stuff. <laughs> I'm the only one who writes in this band. No, no, that's not, <laughs> not it at all. Um, I just get more fulfillment out of sitting down and writing something than I do from sitting down and jamming for three or four hours. And I mean, and not to say I didn't used to do that. I used to really like doing that. Um, just don't think that's where I'm at anymore. Um I still enjoy, you know, the small jam sessions we have with Wes or with Danny or any of those guys. Um but yeah I like taking songs and if I didn't write them making them weird or taking the stuff that I (laughs) wrote trying to figure out if I could play it or not. Um
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you often write music that your fingers can't play?
1: Not anymore. That that was a real big problem when I first started out because I jumped into the knowledge part of music way faster than my fingers were playing the, you know, what I was learning. Um, so there would be things I would write out on paper. And I, you know, I could, I could hear them in my head cause I knew what I was writing out on the paper, but right. my fingers would, you know, just not know, behind me like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so recently just because of the whole job change and everything, having some time open up. I've been able to go back through, I've got a file cabinet full of probably on the low end, probably a thousand pages worth of just shit on the low end on the low end. Yeah. I mean, it's just packed full of papers and I've thrown away probably a third of them in the past (laughs) little bit. Just noticing that I have doubled and tripled and quadrupled some pages, like not even realizing it just, Oh yeah, I don't have that. you know, and then write it out and, um, but that is it I'm I've been unearthing a bunch of stuff that I would write down back then and definitely could not play and then pulling it out now and trying to play it and it's like okay that was really that's really hard now. I couldn't <laughs> imagine what I was trying to do back then. Um so you know, a lot of those ideas don't work out. But
0: But the ones that some do are of pretty them cool. Do, yeah. Some of them do.
1: Or some of them lead to a different idea or something.
0: So. Do you ever look back and be like, What the hell was I thinking? Like what like mm. How did this come out of me? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. A lot of the early, I mean, a lot of things I have expanded on and made full songs out of today were some of the first things that I started working on when I started playing. It was like exercises and stuff that I started playing back then that ended up molding into like guitar riffs or whatever you want to call them, sections of songs.
0: Um, so, what instruments do you play? Well, uh,
1: the jug and uh <laughs> now nah, i play uh six string instruments so guitar i've got a band guitar that's six string it's pretty much a guitar but just with a banjo ass um all the banjo sound all the guitar
0: yeah theory
1: um i've got a bass i haven't really played a lot of bass but i do play bass um i have a pocket flute but i don't know that i would say i play that. Uh, I know what notes are there. <laughs> but I don't practice enough to say that I play that thing. But uh, also in a kalimba that I play a little bit.
0: I play a little piano, but I don't I don't have a
1: piano. I have a keyboard, but it's, it's
0: not. So, so is it one of those things you just grab any one of these instruments and go and see what happens? Or do you like, intentionally spend time with one over the other?
1: Oh, 99% of the time is with the guitar. With one, one of the string-based guitar or guitar uh, band guitar
0: guitar like things
1: yes yes those things um that's where i've applied all the theory knowledge and and any of the theory knowledge that i know so i mean it just me looking looking at the theory on a guitar i feel more like a high schooler and and what i know and then when i look at like the piano with music theory i feel like an elementary schooler Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I Can play some things, but it's just
0: clunky.
1: It's extremely clunky, and I'm thinking the whole time, so it's stressful, Um, which I guess is good. Yeah, because you're you're concentrating. Yeah. Um, Who wants to concentrate? Uh, That's for orange
0: juice. Yep. Is there, do you find in your creative process like a, a flow state at any given time? Like, do you ever get so involved in it?
1: absolutely yeah um covid really helped with that i mean having the time you know being laid off having the time to just oh i don't have to be anywhere until thursday three weeks from now okay um i guess i'm gonna do this until i pass out or get really hungry (laughs) yep Um, so yeah the, the i feel like that comes along with me not having distractions in the form of a lot of times the flow state doesn't come with music put it that way um it doesn't necessarily have to be silent or anything like that i just i will think more about the music being a musician than what i'm doing so i'm always torn in two
0: if, oh, yeah, you know, if you, i'm doing that you can't just sit back and enjoy it
1: that's something i noticed when i was working at tupelo and we'd listen to music all day and then i would go home stressed and be like dude i had a good day like what was it and then look back and go oh i listened to music i didn't want to listen to all day that, yeah and, yeah, I mean, it's it's my brain going, to like, just the whole day, and I didn't even realize it. Um, and I feel like it's the same thing. Like, if I turn on most music before, you know, before I'm doing some art, it's just me paying attention to that and bouncing back and forth. Oh, yeah, I'm painting. Oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, I'm painting. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I'm painting. Oh, wait. Yeah.
0: <sighs> so, do you normally paint in straight silence? Or, you know, just the, the normal you know sounds of the neighborhood
1: it will sound very ridiculous because of what i just said but there's times when the office will be playing <laughs> when i'm painting <clears throat> and somehow that's not the same thing i mean it's not music it's it's dialogue that i've heard many times so i feel like my brain tunes it out and it just becomes part of the background noise
0: because um, music and the office would be too much
1: oh both yeah, yeah there's way there's too much no way. there's no way no. plus that's blasphemy is plays it? music during the office? Like you're there to listen to Michael Scott, okay? <laughs> you're not there to listen to music and Michael Scott.
0: He would take offense to that. You he would. <laughs> He'll just have to. <laughs> <laughs> so so some white some noise in the background and then and then just off to the races.
1: Yeah, I mean it and then, uh, that's not like a hard, fast rule. You know what I mean? That's just I've felt like I've noticed that I'm more inclined to sit there for three or four hours without looking up or possibly even breathing um <laughs> yeah, i'm sure you've had those moments when you just look up and you're like
0: mm. it's like yeah when you uh, when you pull the paintbrush off the canvas and you realize that you haven't <laughs> taken a breath in like 20 seconds the whole time you've been you know, uh-huh like a snapper between breaths let me get yep. this line perfect yep. <laughs> yeah i yeah. do that a lot because of my particular art style at oh, the yeah, i'm sure when uh, you're getting into the
1: pinstriping and making lines and tiny dots yeah, I'm uh, sure. yeah
0: yeah it's it can be a mess there there have been times definitely recently on the past like dozen pieces or so where i've just looked at be like wow all right um so i'm hungry um i'm i definitely have a headache because i'm dehydrated and i need to breathe I really 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 need to breathe. I
1: do exist, don't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I'm yeah. not I'm not just totally forgot. I'm not just some uh <laughs> some intangible thing just running around all willy-nilly like no, I got to eat, yeah, drink water. I have, I have parameters. Yeah. I, I'm I'm going to be outside of my normal operating parameters just so like <laughs> go piss and drink some water. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm in pain. I need to straighten this out. But that's a really good day for me. Honestly, if I can wake up and uh wake up between seven and 10 a.m. and you know art for the next four and a half five hours and i'm like oh crap oh belly uh like i really (laughs) i really need to go like service my person because i need food and water and you know all this stuff so it's just like i am human (laughs) you're brutally reminded that you're in a meat popsicle
1: gonna get yourself a feeding tube and a catheter and just keep on kicking for eight ten hours straight
0: i don't need to do that because my uh-huh. ass will grow into my chair i don't uh-uh. I it'd
1: be a wally situation I ain't yeah. <laughs> You'd be eating cupcakes out of a cup in no time <laughs> I ain't,
0: no i ain't i ain't setting myself up that good i need to be a little bit uncomfortable it works better that God, way that
1: is true is i feel like that's a real big thing too yeah if you're in a big cushy chair and you know your painting's at the perfect height and you don't really have to move to get anything i feel like it's I don't. I don't know. That's too
0: good. Yeah, it, it's too convenient. Yeah. It's too comfortable. It's yeah. too good. I try not to do the too good. Yeah, that's.
1: You usually find me in the floor or something sprawled out, like, terrible posture.
0: Like yeah, like laid out, like mm-hmm. or like curled up on the corner of the couch, or like sitting cross-legged out there on the on the deck, just <laughs> on the like, deck. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, or. Uh, I really like find myself walking around the house, looking at a piece in different lighting, and just like, mm, mm. <laughs> like hold it this way, hold it that way, take it out, shake it under the sun, yeah. you know. And then I'll go sit back in my moderately uncomfortable uh, uh, office chair that somebody gave to me after they found it on the side of the road. <laughs> That's a perfect story for my office chair, too. It's because it's true, yeah. So it's it's just that perfect level of still usable, but shouldn't be so
1: understandable yeah mm-hmm.
0: it makes a terrible squeaking noise i need to it needs a good <laughs> it needs some grease probably just a belt That's what oh means. yeah my chair needs a belt you're right yeah i should check his blinker fluid too oh, man it's power steering i'm sure it's it does make swagger. those kind of noises i lean back in the chair <laughs> it's terrible absolutely terrible you can hear it all the way across my house Oh,
1: uh, the one that they put in the they, – they they did buy a new one for the security office. And it's just so funny because I feel like all five of the wheels, I, whoever designed it, didn't take into account circles. And the fact that these all need to move on the same plane. Yeah. But the way that they're attached, they're on the outside of the circle. So when you pull some of them, they don't all want to go that way. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they don't they, they want to hinge that way turning. so you can go that way. So there's like three of them, like, no, stop. And then the other three are like, no, come on. And it's it's terrible. It's.
0: Mm. So you got to do like a little swirl and then go the direction you want to go. You just get up. But you don't roll it. Oh, it doesn't okay.
1: roll. Mm-mm. And plus with the pits in the floor. So there's like two or three pits in the floor back there where they like chipped something out. Mm. Yeah. You know, no. You just, you just get up.
0: I mm. hate to hear that. It's all right. I'll make it. That's. Like I'm. This is the worst I felt this whole conversation that's terrible. They spent money on a new chair with all the good intent
1: and it's just in that floor. I take it out in the lobby and roll it around on the tile. It's perfectly fine.
0: it doesn't stop it doesn't
1: it's just that slick concrete floor that the the tires just or the wheels just don't know what to do. It ain't got
0: enough friction. I guarantee yes,
1: yeah, it's just not pulling them that way or pushing them and, yeah, I don't know
0: mm. had to push some scaffolds around on some AstroTurf this week. Fun times.
1: But that's a different conversation. Was that the uh, gym? Yeah, that was a Lenore
0: City High School gig. That was nice. Yeah. uh, That was very sweaty, hot work. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Heat guns, 20 feet in the air in a gym like that. Mm. It was, you know, when you work hard and you come home and you're like, oh, I smell like ass. That was that was Monday. <laughs> that was Monday. <laughs> like I need a shower. That was every day at UPS. I believe it.
1: Smell like ass and box. That's it. <laughs> Cardboard. <laughs> just box. <laughs>
0: oh man. So what's a what is a, a a good day to be creative look like for you? You wake up and then just like fall into your your uh, scheme for the day.
1: Yeah, I mean before the night shifts i was
0: an early riser anyways so i had a lot of time
1: probably from five to i don't know 10 11 somewhere in that range where it was just me hanging out everybody else asleep so um that would give me you know plenty of time and silence and it's not it's not that part of the day where you're sweating no matter what
0: yeah um
1: You know, in the shade, it could be, you know, you're in the air conditioning, you're still sweating. Um, You know, it's, like we were talking about before, it's a little easier to slip into the flow, I guess, because you're you're somewhat comfortable. You're comfortable enough. Yeah, there's that fine line. To get going, and then you get it going, and then everything else, the other distractions just go away. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean, an ideal day would be grabbing some food and then starting back after that. But that doesn't usually happen. Usually, need other things to other things to be done. Adulting,
0: yeah. It's funny how society pulls you in a bunch of different directions. Yeah, yeah, it's always great. If I if I can sit down in the morning and do art things until I'm like physically uncomfortable, like hungry, thirsty, whatever, I've I've put in work for the day because I know I've lost myself in whatever I was doing enough to ignore such things until they became painfully apparent. Right. Yeah. In in some small way.
1: You've done your meditation for the day,
0: yeah. Like, now I can go about society and be a sane human being that's not going to murder anybody. <laughs> it's like, a, it's, it's like, a, you know, when office people get their coffee, and they're just mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, you can talk to me now, like, yeah. that's, that's, that's like kind of like that.
1: Waiters and their cigarettes, like, yeah, or that early morning, like, I haven't had my
0: cigarette Oh, whoa, oh. oh, but please
1: <laughs> go have it, please do. I've already had a cup of coffee. I'm ready to go. Mm. You feeling froggy? It's it's ten thirty, bud. <laughs> Let's get it.
0: <laughs> it's it's. I mean, I don't. I don't often go back into it after after a meal because I sort of wait till the sun goes down after that. Because yeah, I try to do other stuff. You know, whatever. It be. you're like run errands, go grocery store, all that shit. Yeah, you know, See people, socialize. And then, mm. You know, once I get home, I'm just like, all right, let me settle back into this and see what happens. Not
1: fully go hermit. I get you. Yeah.
0: I mean, I try not to, but <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. It's, I've done it. I do it a lot. Yeah, hermitish.
1: I just don't have a shell.
0: You know, I, I really did try to read this book about hermetic principles, and it's one of the driest books I've ever read. And I don't know why I expected it to be mildly more entertaining than than stone dry desert rock baked in sun.
1: I don't know who could write a like a, an enthralling book,
0: book about a being book a about hermetic principles. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, to some, some degree of me, expected to be entertained, and the rest of me was just disappointed.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got a Kabbalah book that's like that. I mean, it's it's a lot of information, but that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what else could they give you other than opinion? Just, it's, here, here's what we know. <laughs> Quote, unquote.
0: I I really wanted to read this book, too. So it was just like all the irony compounded into like 180 pages. And I got 60 into it. I was just like, I don't know about this. Uh, closed it, pushed it across the table. <laughs> Both hands. It just uh, sits right there, like gathering dust. Uh. On my bookshelf. Two cubes away from the glove stuff. (laughs) Yep. With my chameleon pens. Goodness. I swear it's a good book. It's just me that's the problem. (laughs) I've I've
1: had to wrestle with that realization lately because I've had trouble reading. I've got American gods in there and I just, I get a whole foot into it and I'm just, for some reason, fade out. It's
0: it's good. I like it.
1: I just, it's hard for me to keep up reading right now. I don't know why. I've always loved reading. It's just...
0: I find myself tracing the words on the page, and I'm just like, I'm just looking at these somewhere I stopped reading. Yep. I don't be, remember when.
1: Yep. It'll be three or four pages ago. And I'm like,
0: uh, I'm just looking at words. I'm just
1: yep, just scanning them. Who is this character? Oh, you've been talking about him for five pages. And I didn't even know.
0: Like, mm. Yeah. I hate that. It really bugs me because I'll just be like, you know, into something. And I'm just like, flip back two pages and just utterly disappointed myself. Yep. Mm
1: need to, uh what's his name back? Le- LeVar Burton? Yes, Living please. Rainbow?
0: Yes, please. Can can he actually host Jeopardy? He needs to host Jeopardy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. I, I need that in my life. Who's Just, doing it now? I have no idea. I Last know. I heard it was Sanjay Gupta. Wait, what? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, right? Big ups. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, it's very interesting.
0: It's not. I don't know. I haven't watched Jeopardy in a while.
1: Me neither. Mm-mm. I think I watched it on Netflix last.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's on Netflix. It
1: was on Netflix. Oh yeah. well, hmm. yeah. And I feel like they put all the seasons on after Trebek. Yeah.
0: All of them the past,
1: yeah. I mean, if they're gonna watch one season, of course they'll watch all the rest of them. So might as well put them all on there.
0: I need me like a crispy 1986 episode. When
1: Trebek had like the little fro, it was kind of it was kind of a
0: little fro. I need that in my life. Nice, yeah. I need it. The good old days. Oh man. <laughs> I'll say that. When, when trivia TV, <laughs> TV was wholesome.
1: <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna do that, we're going back to the match
0: game. Wholesome? Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. It's <laughs> no, wholesome.
1: Yeah. yeah, that one yeah. Ah, so heart wrenching.
0: Bottom of the list, Newlyweds game. Man,
1: all or all the other iterations of the newlywed game, no.
0: Wholesome, just not family friendly. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel like I always hated that show because they replaced sex with whoopee.
0: You know what? Oh, I hate that I song. agree. Whoopee. It's like ah, When's I the know. last time
1: y'all made whoopee, like like nobody knows what you're talking
0: about. I was like, like ah it's like you're in on the joke but you forgot <laughs> that it was a joke. Like, oh yeah, we're talking about sex. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, this is what you gotta do to get natural topics on network television. It's like hey yeah don't say that word. Well, what the hell are we supposed to say? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Say whoopee for all I care. Next, okay. <laughs> next week's episode. When'd you make whoopee? No. Yep. When's the last time y'all made whoopee?
1: Yeah. Whoopee.
0: Yeah. See that's that's censorship. If we're gonna be right right down to it.
1: I mean, in some sense, that's like the uh, what was that called? The. Um, you got this, buddy. Come on. Come on, guys! Say easy speak, but that's not it. The, was it? Was it 1984? That book? I can't remember what it was called. The, it was the language where you couldn't um, you couldn't criticize your government. Like those words didn't exist in the language. And I can't remember what it's called now. It's like the dystopian novel, and I can't. Oh man, that makes me mad. Anyways, yeah, I'm not gonna dwell on that. Yeah, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be one of those things I'll be at work like 3 o'clock in the morning and be like ah, that's what it was
0: like, you, you'll, just have to, you'll just have to tell me we'll edit it in Shoot <laughs> me a I don't do no post production on this shit I, all of a sudden
1: I, you see, I, hear me come up and like um, speak easy like, whatever whatever <laughs> the term is like.
0: uh, sometimes I put an intro and an outro on this thing and post that's really about it I, 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 I swear to my listeners that I try to bring them the most honest form of conversation that I can muster So I don't edit a damn thing.
1: He did that with both his pointing finger and middle finger up in the air like a Boy Scout. And then I crossed my heart. (laughs) He was standing on a Bible, too. If you could have seen the look on my face,
0: you would understand. As I stare vaguely up into the right in a stoic manner. Keep an even-killed tone in the American flag behind you. Oh god! Shhh, red-tailed hawk eagle noise. Because <laughs> <Shhh. laughs> you know,
1: um, but it's not the real
0: noise. It's no, me, that's me the right doing elk. it. Yeah, <laughs> even better. We can't
1: afford the real noise. I
0: don't have the license for that noise. It's not <laughs> on the soundboard. You know what? I should put it on the soundboard. You should, because I've got all kinds of other silly things. I need, wow. I need the red-tailed hawk fake eagle noise. Yes. You never know
1: when you're going to need
0: that. You're right. Or I should get the just actual bald eagle noise, <coughs> <laughs> because it sounds not majestic at all. Mm-hmm. They sound like a big old doofus. Mm-hmm. I love
1: it. It's <laughs> different, because yeah. it's, it's we heard, uh, we were out on the Clems River one day and heard an osprey or an eagle, it's probably an osprey, because that's what we see a lot of up there, but it was just going crazy, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like, a, like it was a car alarm, as we floated down the river, and it's like. He's All bad. right. Like, he What's bad. up, dude? Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: You need that on there. Yeah. I should get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, man. So, uh, the last question I usually ask on the podcast is: Are there anyone you'd recommend? Anybody you'd like to see or hear come on the show? Who would that be? I'm gonna throw one out at you because I think we both would enjoy this one. But okay. you think? think cornbread would come out of hiding to talk on my microphone
1: that would be a good one you get a lot of good stories with that one i'm sure um
0: i want i want a third person with cornbread like i want to do do a three-person conversation i'm totally not against it i think that would be the best way to handle cornbread yeah because me (laughs) and him like i
1: felt like we had a really good conversation about dioxin that last time because i don't think he knew he thought anybody else would know what it was i was like i don't don't know what you're talking about hey we can talk keep running i know what you're talking about um like, yeah I'm not against that, but yeah that would be a really good conversation and I mean you already had Dan on here, you know that was the first one that popped into my brain well
0: I, um, I want to get Dan and Preston on here individually at some point mm-hmm. but that that was a, a fun that was a good that one. was a fun yeah. conversation yeah um
1: especially the timing of it because you know I hadn't been able to hang out with any of y'all, so it was good kind of well, I get to hang out with these guys for a minute <laughs> and fly on the wall in this yeah, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, don't mind me guys, I'm just over here in a K-hole <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Just listening to your conversations over here like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head I mean, oh no, I do know exactly who you need to talk to Who's that? Wesley David Terry? Oh my god uh, because the fact that that man won't just paint for fun, but will paint when you pay him, <laughs> I need to hear these stories. Like, why? What? What is this? Like, why do you do this?
0: Yeah, Mister Mister Professional Artist chooses, yeah. to never, <laughs> chooses to never do anything ever again. I love
1: that guy. He's so good. Uh. I'm
0: I'm, curi- I'm curious if I could get him in front of the microphone for that kind of conversation. I don't we'll just
1: go over there and hide them. I mean he's gonna talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh goodness. And and then suddenly a frisbee will appear and everything will get better.
1: Yep, everything changes. Yep. just like whoa.
0: That's when you sink a little deeper into your chair. <laughs> yeah, I would I would like to get him on the show. And Denny would be another good one. Denny would be a good Denny one.
1: Denny would be really good. Yeah.
0: And then do you know Rain? I've met Rain, but I don't know him.
1: I don't know him well enough to, that I could like reach out and talk to him, but like that's somebody you could probably get West to poke, yeah, because he's you know him being in the, um, in the Native American community and stuff. That would be very, be, it would be a different facet that I don't think you're able to get to, yeah, art
0: wise. That, that would be something really unique. Mm. I've also talked to old uh, Mister Ill about being oh, right yeah. here, and yeah. he's we're gonna do it at some point. Okay. He's up for it. Very nice. Yeah, he's excited about it. Just uh, him and his whole new family situation is, mm-hmm. is, takes some adjustments. So I'm giving him. I'm sure he's. I'm uh, not riding his ass. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's uh, fully stoked, too, because they've got that whole. Um, they're opening for one of the Wu-Tang members. Yeah, I, I saw that. Like, That's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. Cause I know he really likes those guys. So
0: Yeah, I'm sure he's quite pleased with what oh, he's yeah. getting done right now. Oh, yeah. Doing work. Mm-hmm. Good old Mr. Real. I don't
1: think the man ever stops working.
0: No. Even, he goes to sleep he's working. having fun he's working yeah he goes to sleep working Yep. he's a he's a very entrepreneurial creative person mm-hmm. being yep yeah go with him oh yeah, yeah. very inspiring fuck show so uh anybody else on that list
1: i can't really think of anybody else man um i feel like that was a lot
0: of people yeah we did cover some vices. yeah i'm putting you on the spot asking that question yeah, second know. Time. <laughs> <laughs> all right man i'm gonna play us out everybody thanks for listening yeah appreciate it man that was the show. I hope you enjoyed all the relevant social media and website links will be in the episode description for the featured artist today. And if you yourself or know an artist that you would like to be or see on the platform, shoot me an email. It'll be listed somewhere on here. I'll try to make it plainly evident for you, but, uh, thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time.